Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, Podcast 285. I don't have a whole lot to say, there wasn't a whole lot of news that came out of E3, but I got a couple of things to talk about, so hopefully you'll enjoy the show. So the biggest news from E3 is actually something that's not going to happen for a while. It is set to release in fall of 2018, so that's a little bit more than a year, pretty much like a year and a quarter. And that is the announcement of Bioware's new IP, and they're calling it Anthem. Now, I am super, super, super excited about this, possibly uh, more excited than anything before, even though we just have a short bit of gameplay and we don't know too much about it, because it looks like it's going to be everything that Destiny should have been, uh, in my opinion, as it has a huge amount of story uh, right from the start. They introduce sort of the main character, and then that character is met by an NPC, and the NPC asks them to go you know, basically do a quest, go do a thing. And then they go out into the wilds of this unexplored world in their super fancy armor and start shooting start shooting all the things in the face. And the reason why I am more excited about this than Destiny is you customize your character however you want, uh, as per many uh, Bioware games. But also they said that you have multiple... Uh, what they're calling javelins to pick from, which are the sort of external uh, mech-like suit that you have. It's sort of a Iron Man kind of suit. One of them they show is a little bit bigger. Uh, it's kind of heavy and more of a tank role. And they said that they will fulfill different roles. So it's kind of implied that you have the one character you pick, and then you can wear uh, different armor, basically to give them different abilities, which would, in theory, uh, be how you build out their class. So that, in and of itself, is super exciting, because that means you've got one character you're constantly progressing, and yet, you know, you can switch between the different roles you do. You don't have to have a different character for each role. And the other reason why I'm really excited for this, not only because there was an incredible amount of story and cool visuals to look at as the person was explaining the quest. But the world is just extremely alive. They fly through and they go from, you know, their base location of the sort of safe zone through some dangerous areas to an area they end the demo at. It's a pretty short demo. It's only like, I think, around seven minutes. Not a lot of gameplay shown of it so far, but all of the areas had lots of really lush sort of jungle growth, and there was a bunch of sort of old cityscape stuff that you can see was once a very high-tech civilized society, but they collapsed for some reason, 
Uh, they don't explain the story, but it looks like it's sort of been reclaimed by a lot of this sort of nature uh, overgrowth as well as sort of the beast population. So it's possible there was some kind of cataclysm that threw things out of balance and nature is sort of reclaiming this world. But another thing I am super, super excited for is they said that all of these areas are dynamic, not uh, static as many games are. They have you know instances and these instances have fixed spawns here and here and here. And that's a static encounter. Something which is dynamic means you go here and maybe this time there's this guy there. Or maybe the next time you go through, there's something else happening. You know, that's really, really, really got me excited. Not a lot of games do that. Most games are all static, at least to some degree. And that's why I get bored of playing those games, especially MMOs that are static. It's like you do the dungeon and you know exactly what to expect every time. It's exciting and cool those first, you know, maybe five times, but after that it just gets kind of boring and repetitive. Whereas something which is dynamic, at least in part dynamic, you know, you've got something to sort of look forward to. What's going to happen? You don't really know uh, what's going to be different. So I am very, very excited to hear more news about that uh, in general. And it's coming from a very solid company. The Bioware division which is making it is the same one which did the original Mass Effect trilogy, the first, second, and third game, and the you know expansion content for that, which is their Edmonton division. The most recent Mass Effect game, which I, I liked quite a bit, but I, I've pretty much stopped playing since I finished it that first time, was done by the Canadian group. Uh, and there was a lot of um, griping about various aspects about it from a coding standpoint and from this animation standpoint and from a story standpoint, a lot of people didn't really like the story because they thought it, it should have been better. All of that uh, becomes irrelevant because this is done by the uh, more veteran studio and it's been being worked on for five years. So there's been a lot of work on the story and development of the world. And so there should be a lot more there uh, for us to see. There was also mention of an expansion for Dishonored 2. Um, I think it's called Death of the Outsider. I'm not entirely sure. There weren't like a whole lot of details in terms of pricing. And I don't recall its release date. I think it was also pretty soon. I think it was September. So that looks pretty cool if you are into Dishonored 2. I liked it quite a bit, but I only played through it the one time and that was it. I was going to play through it again, but... I think I talked about this back in the day since my laptop is kind of struggling with it. You know, I have to put it at some fairly low settings. It wasn't quite as enjoyable. So I put off that, you know, second playthrough for a time when I've got maybe a, a stronger system and can actually enjoy it. So I don't know if I'll pick up the expansion or not, uh, you know, assuming I had spare money. But if you were into Dishonored 2 and you did have uh, money to buy an expansion and wanted to check that out, I believe that's coming out pretty soon. The next big gaming news coming out from E3 was there's a new expansion out for XCOM 2. So if you were very into XCOM and XCOM 2 like I am, that's good news. I believe it's called The War of the Chosen. And if I recall, it comes out a little bit after my birthday in late August. Something like the 28th? Uh, don't quote me, but something around that time. 
but that adds in a few new factions and a few new uh, soldier types, and it's going to really shake things up, and it looks very cool. I don't think it was super expensive, but I don't actually recall because, you know, I don't have any money for anything. So, uh, you know, cheap or expensive, I can't afford it either way. But it looks really cool and really good. And if you were into XCOM 2 at all, uh, I would say definitely keep your eyes out for that because that's coming up just in a couple months very soon. And then the last bit of news from E3 was a bunch of stuff going on with the new Intel X299 chipset and all the stuff uh, around that. So there's a bunch of new CPUs coming out for that. Their motherboards can handle eight <laughs> RAM slots, which in theory, I would assume means they could go all the way up to 128 gig, which is ridiculous because as gamers, you don't really need much more than uh, 32. If even that, uh, high-end systems have 64, which is sure, why not? But you don't really need it as a gamer. Nobody uses that much just yet. But it's really, really exciting because that means, you know, more CPOs uh, means that uh, game companies could look at using, uh, you know, more of that processing power in their games. And apparently Destiny 2 is coded uh, to do just that. So we'll see uh, what kind of benefits that has if you have like a ridiculous 10-core CPU uh, you know, with 128 gig, we'll see if that actually makes any difference uh, in something like Destiny 2. And that's really all the big news from E3. There was some other things like Destiny 2 was shown off again, which we already knew about that because of the announcement video. There were a few other uh, little games that came up that were interesting, like the Assassin's Creed uh, Origins, I think it's called. Actually looks pretty interesting. I haven't actually been really genuinely interested in an Assassin's Creed game in quite a while. But if I had, you know, extra money, I would probably look at picking that up. That looks pretty cool. If you're into the Assassin's Creed series, you'll want to check that out. There was, of course, uh, stuff for the new God of War game, but we've known about that for quite a while. That's not exactly new. And that's really all I recall from E3 that uh, even caught my interest vaguely. There was a lot of stuff that was just like, eh, don't care, eh, don't care, eh, don't care, eh, knew about that already, eh, don't care. So, not a lot <laughs> for me to be excited about. And again, the thing I'm most excited about is Anthem, which is, uh, you know, more than a year away. So, plenty of time for them to give us more info on that. But that's it for E3 News. From the newsroom. So there is a little bit of news. I guess I got the date wrong on this, but now <laughs> the Darkest Dungeon Crimson Court expansion is actually out. Uh, for some reason, I guess I got the date wrong, or they pushed it, like right after they announced it. Or maybe I just thought the announcement of it was the actual launch of it. I don't know. Uh, it's out. It's not super expensive. I think it's like 15 bucks, uh, if I recall correctly. Might only be like 10 uh, it's not huge. It's pretty cheap. You know, not having any money at all. Uh, I can't really look at it. But, you know, it's on my wish list. Diablo 3's Necromancer expansion is out on the 27th. So that's pretty exciting if you're into Diablo 3. I don't know. I wasn't ever super into it. I uh, 
picked up the expansion back when I got some money uh, about a year ago, but I really didn't ever play it, uh, so I don't know why I did that, because I never played Diablo 3 all that much, so I don't know, that that was kind of wasteful for me. So I probably won't get Necromancer because I just don't really care all that much. Uh, it's like fun, but I, you know, I might get it on sale maybe sometime in the far future. But like I said, I don't really care to play it. It's like I'll install it and then I'll play it and then I'll be like, yeah, I don't really care. Like just a couple hours later. But if you are into it, uh, unlike me, who is not that into it, uh, that is coming out uh, shortly after this podcast. And then, as I said in the E3 section, the new Intel chipset uh, X299, all that stuff is coming out on the 26th. But uh, looking at the prices, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. It is, uh, you know, going to be bleeding edge for probably six months. I would say if you're more of a mainstream kind of person, but you are looking at maybe doing a build soon, I would say probably look at it sometime around October. Uh, that way, the prices will be. Hopefully a little bit more settled. Uh, supply will be uh, hopefully plentiful. And uh, you can look at it then when it's not quite so bleeding edge. But, you know, uh, before I would say November, because that will be, you know, when the big building frenzy starts. Uh, you know, everybody doing their build at the end of the year, getting ready for, you know, whatever is to come in the future. And uh, a new chipset, that means everybody's going to be scrambling for that new stuff. But... Also, if you're, uh, you know, not looking at quite the newest stuff, that would also be a really good time to look for something on sale, which is, you know, the slightly older stuff that they're going to be phasing out. You know, people that do uh, system builds and sell through Amazon or Duegg, you know, they sell complete systems. You know, that stuff will probably go on sale uh, pretty rapidly so that people can get up to the new stuff and just start selling the new stuff. So it might be a good chance to catch a sale there. But that's it for the news. Ahoy there, and welcome to the treasure chest. We gather to thank those who surrendered booty to the rabbit. I'm sure we can all agree we love a little booty now and then. <laughs> the following be all the rap scallions that donated their booty. We do be thanking Sean R. for the most generous donation. Three cheers for donations. Hip hip, arr, hip hip, arr, hip hip, So in closing this podcast, uh, things are still pretty sad, but not as sad as they have been. Because of the very generous donation, I did do the first phase of my car registration, and I got smog done, and that uh, passed. So no worries there. That was a huge worry. Uh, had me freaking out uh, so much. Because those of you who have not been following my stuff regularly, 
there was an issue where it's running a little bit hot because it's older and the fan uh, doesn't always turn on because the computer is apparently going a little crazy. So it doesn't uh, always turn on the fan when it should. So there was a huge issue with that last time I had to do smog a couple years ago. But I have since uh, replaced some stuff, and so I guess I replaced uh, just enough to be okay. And so that is now taken care of. Phew. I don't have quite enough for actual registration, though. But, uh, you know, that's a fixed thing. All I need to do is get the money and then pay it. It's not like smog where it's like, oh, maybe I'll pass, maybe not. You know, the registration is just pay it. I have about half of the money I need, so if I get uh, about 50 more in donations, I will be able to do that. And then I will have no more worries until, uh, I think, October when my uh, car insurance comes due, uh, which is, you know, a while from now. But between uh, registration and that, it's just little things like, you know, gas for the week. I think I'll need, you know, 15 bucks more for uh, parking for school for the quarter. But that's really it. It's like nothing super stressful that I have to worry about. So I'm still worried about that, uh, you know, trying to squeak by and be okay. Trying to hang on emotionally. And I guess I do have uh, Destiny 2 to look forward to in the recent future. Uh, you know, provided somebody gets that for me for a gift or, you know, I get... Uh, money from my birthday or something, and I can put together enough uh, to do that. Then it's just a question of, <laughs> can my old laptop handle it? I'm hoping it can, because in a lot of the interviews they've done uh, since the initial announcement, in terms of talking about you know consoles and if consoles can handle certain specs and certain resolutions and stuff, they always say it's a CPU limitation with consoles. So my CPU is pretty ridiculous in this laptop. Even though it's older, uh, it's a Core i7. I think there's 8 gig in there, which is not a huge amount these days. But that's, you know, plenty in terms of compared to a console. It's it's certainly more powerful than a PlayStation 4 or Xbox One. Uh, you know, the original generation, not the new ones coming out. So CPU-wise, I, I don't have too much to worry about. So maybe that's why... Uh, with recent things like Disarmed 2 and Doom, I actually do better uh, than, you know, I should in terms of my specs. So I'm hoping uh, something similar will happen with uh, Destiny 2, and I'll, I'll be able to play at some settings, uh, you know, even if it's just medium at lower resolution. You know, that would be good enough, uh, I'm sure. But I don't know. Uh, all of these depend on uh, the generosity of other people and or, you know, finding something... It will get me some monies, which is all, you know, out of my control, sadly. So I try to hang on, and I try to stay hopeful, and uh, hopefully better days will come. I don't know what I'll talk about in a couple weeks. Uh, there's nothing coming up that I know of, and there's nothing uh, I'll be getting between now and then. At least nothing I expect to. Uh, you know, I never know what somebody might send me. Because like I said, you know, Crimson Court is now out, which I would love to get, and I think that's super cheap, so if I got some donations, maybe I could look at that. But I don't know, uh, you know, I guess we'll see when the time comes. And I don't know what I'll talk about uh, next time, but hopefully I'll see everybody then. Okay, thanks, bye.
basically to give them different abilities, which would in and and in, in basically to give them different abilities, which would in theory uh, be how you build out their class. So that in it in it in it in it. But another thing I am super super excited for is it say is it say. You know, I have to put it at some fairly low settings. It wasn't quite as enjoyable. So I put off that, you know, second playthrough. Uh, always turn on the fan when it should. So there was a huge issue with that uh, last time I had to do this. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbits ramblings dot html. When you type rabbits ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit dot com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit dot com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B, number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Derivatives License 2017.